for hormones, so things that could occur, would you say it would be like weight gain, might be like out of nowhere, might be a, kind of like a symptom that you might, might look at, or does it all depend on? They're all so different because um, yeah. there's so many types. And sorry, yes, I was going to go into a little bit, <laughs> yeah. some common ones. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm not going to dive into symptoms because I want to be so careful that that's true. There, there are so many symptoms or there's so many diseases and imbalances that actually mean and yeah. share the same symptoms. So you don't want to be like, oh, this, these three symptoms, I'm, I now have this, you know, hormone imbalance. Yeah. You want to be careful, but I will go over just a few that are very common right now in, especially in women. Mm. So estrogen dominance, I'm sure, I don't know if you've heard about that before or not, but no. it is a it essentially just means that your body is not eliminating estrogen as it should be. So typically in a healthy functioning body, estrogen as a woman, you kind of go up and down with when your body produces estrogen and when testosterone levels rise and things like that. But estrogen is eliminated actually through your feces and your urine. And sometimes wow. the binding agents that are responsible for binding that estrogen to release it aren't working. So your body's actually running on a ton of estrogen and that one is typically, again, don't take this as advice or doctor recommended anything, yes. but typically you're looking at people who have super heavy periods um, that are just like insanely heavy and they may be inconsistent too. Who knows? Um, you may just have a lot of breakthrough bleeding during your, your 28 day, 30 day cycle, whatever your cycle is. Um, weight gain is very common with that. Uh, depression, anxiety feelings. Um, there are quite a few different things that can go on there. Um, a biggest thing too, is your emotions. Cause estrogen is very responsible for, you know, your, <laughs> your emotions. And so you may have a ton of mood swings or you may just be very sad all the time. So there's certain things that are, are markers towards it to get tested. But again, don't just go and diagnose yourself, get your estrogen looked at and see if it is an actual issue or not. So, mm. um, on the other end of that is PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And that is an, a fairly new diagnosis oh, and okay. it's still very hard to diagnose because uh, science doesn't know a ton about it and why exactly it happens, but it's the other end of the spectrum where you're actually not, you're either not producing enough estrogen or you're producing way more male sex hormones. So whatever the cause is behind it, either way, your body's not producing enough estrogen right and more male sex hormones exist. So the uh, kind of signs of that is a little bit opposite towards that. It's either your period is just not happening or very, very, very light and like it only lasts a day and it disappears. Um, it's gonna look a little bit different. It may still be irregular, mm. just very not heavy. Um, the other signs to it are uh, hair growth in areas that are not typical on a woman. Oh, so um, like on chin, face. exactly, chin, chest, um, buttocks area, like places that you don't really see a lot of coarse hair growing. Right. Um, and then acne too. Acne that is significantly around the jawline is another sign of it, which can also mean a ton of other things, but in comparison with the other symptoms, it's something to keep in mind as well. And the other thing too, finally, is based on its name, polycystic ovarian syndrome, typically cysts form in the ovaries. So you can obviously go and get a scan done and determine if that's the case, but PCOS also presents itself in people who don't have cysts. So keep that in mind as well. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. And another one is adrenal fatigue. So <laughs> adrenal fatigue is not a recognized diagnosis in the 
regular medical system in Canada. However, it is treated in the holistic community. And I've personally seen a lot of people get diagnosed with it and recovered from it. So I personally stand behind it and believe it is, it is a thing. <laughs> um, your adrenal glands essentially are responsible for managing adrenaline and cortisol. So your fight or flight feeling when a stressful situation presents itself, you know, back in primitive years, it's like, oh, a lion's attacking our town. Let's, <laughs> let's run. Yeah. Um, those are things that are normal. And obviously if you go through times of stress, um, but the issue with, with society today is we are just stressed a lot for, you know, we're not just, getting attacked by lions, but we have like bosses, work, you know, or yes, kids. We have yeah. Stressful things in this age group. We're like, ah, oh, we can't afford a house and we're yeah. not married yet. And you know, there's so many things that are socially pressured on us right now that may contribute to this, but essentially the adrenals are so tired of, of managing the cortisol and adrenaline levels that they just like give up. And so the common signs of adrenal fatigue is just chronic stress or anxiety for like nothing is helping you calm down right. <laughs> um, or on the other end of things, you're just completely numb where oh, there is wow. no response to stress. Like that's another end of things that may happen as well. Uh, typically people with adrenal fatigue wake up a lot at night. Um, they have a trouble sleeping. They experience bouts of anxiety without it being attached to anything really. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things and they're extremely sensitive to caffeine as well too, because caffeine is a stimulant that um, spikes your cortisol. And that is what gives you that like jolt that you want from yeah. caffeine. But the crash is very, very strong in some people. So you may be very sensitive to caffeine and notice that you get anxiety, you know, a couple of hours after you consume caffeine. Um, and also another telltale sign is if you go to work out, if you do something like CrossFit or, you know, I'm trying to think of something that's a bit more challenging, Hit or something. you yeah. leave it and you feel so bad. Like you're not getting that like pump that people desire. After oh, the high, out. like the yes, exactly high, the, yeah. the endorphins and everything. Yeah. You feel like shit. Like you, you come out of that feeling worse than right. when you joined in and you may notice that you're just never losing weight despite how much you're working out um and nothing's changing because that's your the reason why your body changes when you move is that you're putting stress on your body and it's typically it's a healthy stress but people who are experiencing a very stressed out body to begin with that stress is just adding to <laughs> adding to the flame, right? It's not actually helping anything. So right. those are kind of telltale signs. Again, if you go to your doctor, they may say adrenal fatigue does not exist, um, but addressing the adrenals and properly supporting them may help that as well okay. too. And That's then insane. the last one I wanna mention is just thyroid disease. We kind of touched base a little bit about it with getting tested, getting a full thyroid panel. Um, but you know, Hashimoto's hyperthyroidism and hypothyroidism occur in your thyroid. Your thyroid is responsible for managing your metabolism. So it's very important. It's very key and critical to your well-being. Yeah. Um, so if you are not producing enough of the thyroid hormones, you are hypo, it could be hypothyroidism and right. that's more symptoms of weight gain, chronic fatigue, um, possible hair loss. Like there's things you're, you're sluggish, you're slow. Um, that's a typical sign of hypothyroidism. Yeah. And the other end of the spectrum is hyperthyroidism where you're producing too much of the thyroid hormone. So typically you are experiencing weight loss for no reason. Um, right. you have an increased appetite, like you can eat and eat and eat, not gain anything. Um, 
which people might think that's a good thing but yes, then it, I know which but is it's so it's so it's bad crazy. and, and yeah. yes it, the thyroid is so so important if you don't get that managed it could be it could be detrimental um yeah. it's important not to ever want to have that for sure no you don't <laughs> no um yeah so it's the opposite you may have increased heart rate like your heart rate is just all the time at a high um so again those are those are kind of telltale signs that you would want to then go and get tested to determine if there is an actual thyroid issue. So yeah, those in my field and just with people I've been working with, those are common hormonal imbalances that we see, but there are a ton. There, there are a ton. We have, yeah. we have a ton of hormones running through our body. Um, so they can, they can get out of whack. Yeah. <laughs> it can happen. So, and just to just also, um, Disc, uh, not a disclaimer, but I guess to emphasize is that I mentioned mentioned women specifically, and that's just because more women. I think I've read that twenty t- women are twenty times more likely to go through hormonal imbalances than men, yes. like a higher higher rate. So that's why we mostly said women. So men that could happen to you, but it's very Absolutely. like less likely than it is for women. And we know that with women, uh, we tend to either forget the signs or we don't think about it, or we just some people just associate it with age sometimes, where they're just like, well, I'm getting older, I'm gaining weight, or I'm going through fatigue, or you yes. just think it's life when it actually could be something way more serious and absolutely um, that you should, you know, speak to your doctor about and make sure. Yes, and we're taught to as women that you know once a to month you're going to go through <laughs> you're going to go through a time where you're going to menstruate and it's going to be very yes. painful and that's it just because it's common does not mean it's normal. Like if you have everything properly functioning in your body, your time of the month should not be painful. Like you should really not notice a difference. You may be low energy. That is very common because obviously blood is leaving you. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to any iron levels. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Getting, getting graphic, but just because it's common does not mean that it's normal. So that's Mm -hmm. something that is super important to keep in mind. Um, and yes, hormonal imbalances, because women go through a typical 28 day to 30 day cycle, our hormones within that month long period go yeah. through spikes and lows oh, and yeah. everything. And whereas a man actually has a 24 hour cycle essentially, but it is very, very low. It is very like it, their energy levels. They may notice a tiny bit, but yes. they don't experience the swing of things like women do. Um, Yep. But men still can experience things like estrogen dominance. Um, and that typically is in the form of like man boobs. <laughs> I don't, there's right. no other nice way to describe that, but that is typically what it is when, just like I was mentioning they end with, up with more breast tissue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. PCOS women start doing things that are quote unquote, more what men have like chest hair and, and facial hair. The op- thing could happen to a man as well too, where estrogen mm-hmm. is too much in the body and the experience um, like sagging chest area. They are moody. Um, they experience erectile dysfunction. Like those are other things that can happen as yes. well too, that could be checked out. So definitely if you see any symptoms that, or just signs that you think might be up with your, something wrong with your body and definitely go get checked out guys. Always look into it. Always yep. look into it. Yeah. <laughs>